I'm Alice. I'm Maisie. And this is Treason Review. I feel that maybe yeah. a bit on the nose, a bit on the cochlear. It was a lot, but you are a lot, Alice. It's in keeping. It's you know just we don't want to be accused of false advertisement, do we, Maisie? Not on Treason Review. The we only podcast. No. Oh, can't yeah. go off every time, yeah. can it? The, the only podcast. I never remember it, mate. I never remember it. You always look at me so expectantly. To compare one tree. And one tree's in. On the eponymous five sock scale. Well, I did that bit out at the start, yeah? Nah, keep it. That's what the listeners keep coming back for. That rough and ready, frills around the edges. You know? <laughs> we don't offer production value, but we do offer inconsequential witterings. Speaking of which, Alice, yep. tell me what tree you've got today. Okay, Maisie, I will. Okay. You may be familiar with epiphytes as, not. A, as a family of people. Well, you might think that you're not Maisie, but I am here to encourage the scales to fall from your eyes. Epiphytes are any kind of plant which lives non-parasitically on another plant. Okay. So lots of orchids are epiphytes because mm-hmm. they don't grow in the soil. They grow in like the little nooks and crannies, the armpits of trees, basically, in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. And lots of ferns, the same. Lots of bromeliads, of which the pineapple is probably the most famous. What's that again? Sorry, bromeliad. Bromeliads, yeah. Bromeliad. That's yeah. cool. What's that from? Like Do you know what word, word it's from? Bromeliad. Oh, no, I don't know, actually. Oh, Sounds to good. To be fair, I bet it's probably Victorian fat old white guy... Exploring, exploring, discovering. Oh, Mr. Bromeliad discovered a pineapple. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, probably, unfortunately. But I'll look into that. That's a good question. Anyway, so this one is very unusual. It's a double rooter. Oh, yeah. Like a double yolked egg, Mm -hmm. but roots. A tree. It's a tree. Yeah. It's a tree, yeah. It's called the Bialbero di Casoro. In what does Asti, that mean? Italy. It means the double tree of Casoro. Oh, nice. <laughs> Makes sense. It's a cherry tree growing on top of, but also inside, a mulberry tree. What is a mulberry? Uh, it's just a type of fruit. They're quite uh, like fantastical looking, to be honest. Um, I think they grow in the UK as well. If they cool. grow in Italy, they probably do grow in the UK. Um, yeah, but the roots are really important for the existence of this double tree because mm-hmm. usually when trees go hollow, it spells doom for them. You know, because they get all uh, like monkey. Yeah, they get all brittle and they're much more likely to blow over in a storm or something like that and mm-hmm. die. But because this cherry tree was bird gardened via a poop, most probably, into the top of the mulberry tree and just whatever conditions were right for it to be able to flourish there, and then its roots have grown down inside the hollow cavity yeah. in the middle of the mulberry tree all the way down into the ground. It's quite tall, this mulberry tree, so I don't know how the cherry tree was really surviving whilst it was generating its root system, you know? But now it's been there for so long that the inside of the mulberry tree is filled with roots. Wow. So it's like an amazing symbiosis, and it's such a comical sight when you see photographs of it. I couldn't really get an idea of its scale until I saw a picture with people underneath it, and it's about ten times bigger than I thought it was. Can I have a look? Can people know? You can. We'll get onto that on the, on the shade. Okay. Okay. Um, let me see if I've got anything else for you there. No, that's it. That's the roots. Wicked. What you got for me, Maisie? Okay, well, I was really struggling to find an Italian one. But I got there, I got there, and it's a kidnapping from Rome. Oh, shit. It was really horrible, to be honest, oh. but also quite funny. Great. So there's this man called John Paul Getty III. Okay. He's the grandson of 
John Paul Getty the second. The first. Oh, there we go. Oh shit, yeah. Yep, there we go. <laughs> He's like this really, really famous, crazy rich oil billionaire. He was once upon a time the richest man in the world. Oh, Super rich. I hate Ben. Yeah. And he lives in Rome with his son, John Paul Getty the second, and his grandson, John, John Paul, Paul Getty the third. Yes. And then on one fateful day, tenth of July nineteen seventy three, John Paul Getty the third is out having about, he's you know, going to some clubs, having the time of his life. He was like quite a rebellious kid. He's 16 years old. He gets kidnapped and taken away to these caves. But him and his pals had always talked about whenever he's broke, pretending to get kidnapped to get, like, get loads of money out of his granddad. So all of his family are like, yeah, whatever, of course he's been kidnapped. <gasps> he has been kidnapped for Big real boy, though. Yeah, the kidnappers get John Paul Getty III to write a letter being like, yo, hi, I've been kidnapped. Please, can you send... 18 million dollars which in today's money that's 45 million pounds it's about that much that's quite a lot of money but if you're a billionaire yeah it's, it's not, not that, that much, much well don't worry he didn't pay it anyway because <laughs> <laughs> all of his family got this letter and it was like yeah he's written it himself the fucking chump thinks he can have us cannot have us that's so funny so don't it's do anything it's a classic it's the boy who cried wolf isn't it, it is that's it exactly is the parable so the kidnapper's like what the fuck we'll send another one Lo and behold, there was an Italian postal strike, though. So I didn't get for ages. What? You have such a knack of finding these most absurd, it's, comical... It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he... So they get this letter, much later than anticipated, and go, ah, classic John, always having us on, isn't he? Don't do anything. And then five, four months later, so we're in November now. It's been fucking ages He's of been time. In for like four, four months. months, yeah. Oh, the kidnappers just like, yo, your family does not Dog want shit. Yeah, well, they go, all right, we've got to ramp this up a little bit oh, then, no. eh? Oh, what do they do to him? Cut his fingers off? Ear. Uh, Ear and a lock of hair, and they send it to a newspaper with a revised offer, which I think is pretty good, of only $3.2 million. Oh, wow. only $10.9 million. Pounds. Really? Dial that down. Goal. It's poor negotiation. You don't make that much of a leap mm. straight away. Mm. And they send it to the newspapers, and they all... Um, printed this story about how horrific it was there was a photo with it with which i'm showing alice now with no ear there's oh, no ear and he looks look sad oh he was only 16 that's pretty shocking look at his little face yeah there you oh, go his ear has really been cut off super duper off off there and he was as you'd expect pretty fucking ill because he had his ear cut off in a cave how were they living in the cave i don't know i guess humans have been doing it much longer than we've been living in houses yeah you're right you're so right I just kind of am charmed by the thought that once a week one of the kidnappers goes off to the shop for like <laughs> and some oranges. And some you know what I mean? Antibacterial, hopefully. Yeah, some iodine. Yeah. Wow. Okay. A bit of pseudocreme. Sort him out. Yes. <laughs> it is the magic salve. <laughs> Hashtag sponsored content. Okay. Thanks Shoot me. <laughs> what we got? Throw and shade. Okay, well, the really the only thing I've written under this section, Maisie, is it's comically huge. I need to see a photo. Come on, get it to me, get it to me. Are they the two pictures for the thumbnail then? Poor John Paul. John Paul's John Paul Getty. bloody yeah. smooth side of his head. I do have a fun fact for you while you're getting the picture up. Oh, yeah, go on. John Paul Getty's brother, something something Getty, oh. was the guy who made Getty images. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it is. It is. Is it? That's very cool, isn't it? That's Getty images. I bet he's got loads of cash. Yeah, yeah. That whole family. Must have set. The richest man in the world, his granddad was. If he was a teenager in the 70s, he's still alive now, potentially, right? Well. Oh. Well, here we go. I don't know if he'd die of sepsis in the cave. Well, Don't no, I wouldn't possibly it. tell you. 
Oh, Maisie, I can't find the one that's got people under it now. I'll get it for you, though. It's... <laughs> What's that one, sorry? I think looks like one with loads of sheep under it. That'll do. Yeah. Wow, it looks pretty amazing, though. Look at that. Wow. You see, that's a little picnic table. So the people <laughs> who are <laughs> sort of it came up to, like, here. They look like Full humans, not yeah. children. Yeah. Wow. That is such a great picture. How cool is that? Someone commented that the mulberry tree underneath looks so much like the Whomping Willow that the family <laughs> just, like, swat off that cherry tree. Oh, cool, isn't that it? is really cute. I wonder if you could manufacture that to happen again. Oh, I don't know. I guess probably. We could manufacture augmented reality microprocessors <laughs> onto contact lenses now. So, But to be fair, we don't really pay much attention to the natural world compared to tech, do we? So we might just be like, I don't know how to do it. Wi-Fi made with yeah. oil. Um, I'd say that's about 10 metres across, wouldn't you? Yeah. That shade. But the cherry tree is much taller and more foliated. As you can see in this image, the mulberry tree <laughs> has to be quite a lot older, right? Because it has to have been sort of a full tree size. Yeah, totally. So that when the cherry tree was pooped onto it, it already was a developed tree. Mm. So I'm guessing that this mulberry tree is probably about 20, 25 years older than the cherry tree. The image that I... I'm, I'm skipping ahead of myself. I'll say it, say it. Uh, it's pretty darn shady. It is uh, so cool. The top of the the most upvoted comment on Reddit r slash damn that's interesting. Information from about this uh, double tree of Casoro was <laughs> a comment that said, "I think Italy is in Europe." <laughs> wow, was that an American? I can only hope so. <laughs> Imagine if it was a European. <laughs> that's what I think, lads. Wow. I think Italy is in Europe. Wow, he's onto something there. That was the most upvoted. Did you say? Yep. Well, at least we're going for accuracy now rather than how angry it makes you. Or maybe it's both. <laughs> Who can say? Loads of Americans outraged <laughs> <that> in <laughs> Europe. <laughs> okay, what you got for me, Bill Bean? What's the shade? I'm throwing the shade. Well, I think this is actually the shadiest bit, is that, as you know, the granddad didn't pay for, you know, three or four months, which is a pretty long time for someone to be joking about this. Can I ask a question? Do we have any idea if, you know, all this time that he was missing, mm. were they not like, where is he? Yeah, I know. I think he didn't live with them. Okay. And I think his parents bounced around a lot as well. So they're all... He was born in America, John Paul Gate III. Because obviously when you're super rich, you have townhouses in like all like, of the European and Latin America countries. So he just bounced around. Dad lived in England for a lot and also Morocco. Okay. So this was the kind of lifestyle they're living. They're not super connected. It's Got not you. like, oh, Alice hasn't been home in a while. Right. You know. Oh, the perils of being rich and poorly... Yeah, there you go. Um, so once, this is quite funny, once the family get the ear and the lock of hair and the picture, they're obviously like, okay, this is pretty serious. Or he's really upped his game and he sort of deserves it. No, they don't, they think, they know it's real. But the granddad is still like, I'm not sure if I want to pay it. I'll only pay 2.2 million. So he'll pay two thirds of it. <laughs> and then because that's the most tax deductible, he was taught by his accountant Stop the most that. amount to get rid of and be tax deductible. And then he loaned the rest to his son, so the kidnapped victim's dad, with interest. He loaned him the remaining one million with 4% interest to pay back. Stop that. There you go. Dead serious. How shady is that? Do we know what the dad had to say about this? Don't know. Maybe he's looking after his other son, who was presumably founding Getty Images at this point. <laughs> he loaned him kidnap ransom money at 4% interest. At 4%. 
It's pretty amazing, isn't it? The he mind was, boggles. Yeah, the granddad was like famous being really miserly and like scroogey. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can see that now. Wow. I can see it. Oh, God, it's so grotesque, isn't it? That he'd only give away the, the most uh, like efficiently tax-deductible amount. And then loaned his own son. After he's seen a picture of his grandkid, like, mutilated. Dude. It's really fucked. Like, that's a bad fucking time, isn't it? That's bad. Yeah. And the whole time that this is happening, uh, the victim, the third, should we just call him from now on? Yeah. The third one. Um... He's, like, getting a lot of infections and being starved and malnutrited. They started playing, like, Russian roulette with his head. So loads of, like, fucking weird mind torture games. It was really cold there in the caves in Italy. He started getting, like, quite ill from um, being freezing and very ill all the time. That sounds not great. It was not. Five months is a long fucking time. That's hella long to be tortured every day. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe they cut his ear off. I know. They just got a knife and just sliced it right off. Sliced Do you think it, it was right a clean off. slice, like a sharp knife? I'd think that's to hack it a bit. I'm not sure. I don't imagine it being that strong. You know when you hear that you can like bite off a finger? I'm like, how much is really holding on yeah, an ear? Right. Not much. Still, I wouldn't fancy having mine sliced off, would you? Can you imagine how much that sting? It would really can fucking hurt. How much hurt. a paper cut stings? Yeah, yeah. The whole surface area of the ear. You could never sleep on that side again. He did get it reconstructed later. Did he? Mm. Wow. And they seem to have bandaged it decently there. Like, there's not... I'm looking at the picture now and you can't see like a hole into his skull, which would be really yeah. fucked up. Is that blood on his face? Yes. Dude. Yeah. Okay. Well, Shady shit. <laughs> do, you want, do you want some tall tale? I want something that's going to cheer me up, no, Alice. Okay, Have you okay. got it? I've got, I've got something yeah, for you, give me it. Buckle in. So I found out about this Bialbero di Casoro when I was looking at a website called Bios Urns, which <laughs> turns you into a tree in the afterlife. Oh, amazing. I'm there for it. That's what it is. In it the sounds- afterlife or... Well, your body decays. I mean, it's after your life. <laughs> your life is finished. It's and nothing it's after, after my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, there could be a tree. I'll take your it. Life. That's what I'm thinking. Um, this website is pretty hilarious, really. One of their, one of their like uh, qualities about the product that they boast about is that it's got no expiration date. <laughs> That's a lie. Surely everything does. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, it's one of their key features. Do you want to guess how much it is for a BIOS urn where your human ashes, just to clarify, are in the bottom part of the container and then a little plug with a seed of a tree in it goes at the top and it's in like a styrofoam-looking capsule mm. and you know those three arrows that point to each other in a circle, which is the, the emblem for recycling? Yeah. It's that, but a human body underneath. Recycling <laughs> circles your head. That's pretty funny. But it's funny, isn't it? I'm how not sure how much I'd pay, cost. though, in that. I'm pretty sure anyone could do that, right? Well, that was my thought, precisely. Anyone could. I could do that to you. Yes. Do you want that? Yeah, all right. I'll charge you a fiver. Okay, well, that is a real bargain, maybe. It is. Because Bios earns charging $140. <sighs> but I'm just thinking, like, what are you actually Shady providing, fucker. kids? Because... I thought, I'm bringing the ashes. I'm bringing yeah. the ashes home here. What are you doing? Giving me a seed? You're giving me one tree oh. seed for $140. It's just disgusting, this way of like... I don't know, I feel like environmentalism is so um, eaten away by consumerism. You know, mm. how like, oh, it's so trendy now to have a bamboo toothbrush and all this extra shit when it's funding the exact thing you claim to hate, which is overconsumption. Agreed. And this is exact. This is a perfect example. But maybe it could be a tree. I could just fucking rot in the garden and a tree <laughs> might grow over me. <laughs> That's the true reduce, reuse, recycle it is. set right there. It's like when your friend Cass said the other day, like the best thing you could ever do for the environment is just to not have children. 
and yeah, I was like, wow. and also kill yourself. Yeah, kill yourself. I'm well, a fan of that you one. Don't have kids first, otherwise you kind of neutralise <laughs> the gains. Yeah, completely. You save more carbon doing that than any any amount of not flying, not mm. eating meat, blah blah, all the rest of it. Which is why I feel fine to fly to Malaga on my birthday because I know I'll never have children. Whoop boop. Have it. <laughs> Um, as far as the tall tale goes, Maisie, there have been rumours oh, yeah? confirmed of a similar peach-spruce combination. Oh, where is it? Rumoured to exist in the Plitvitz Lakes in Croatia. The what lake, sorry? Plitvitz. Once more? Plitvitz. Beautiful. <laughs> Croatia. In Croatia, Oh, yeah. did you see but it? There's no Possibly. photographic evidence. It hasn't been confirmed. Purely speculative and slanderous I think we gossip. need to go. We need to go and be the gossip columnists of the botanical world. Oh! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we can make that's, a magazine. That's what Monty Don does, right? Oh, yeah. He's the gossip Monty columnist Don. of the botanical world. How's his dog? Nigel, dead. Fuck. Has he got another dog? Yeah, I don't like him. They're just little Yorkshire Terriers. Why don't Yorkshire you like Terriers, them? Yorkshire Terriers, little Jack Russells. So they don't really love small dogs. Mm, but you do love Monty Don. It's yeah, all worth it. It can all be forgiven. <laughs> and now we're just waiting to see if a mull cherry wine is possible. To be Ooh. created from this mulberry cherry hybrid. Would you just have to get the mulberry berries and get the cherry berries and then mix them up in the way that you make wine? By squishing them, I guess? Yeah, by putting them in a big barrel and cleaning your little tootsies off and then trample, trample, wampling them all down in the big barrel till they all go mushy, bunushy. And then siphoning that off and then like rotting it in a cask with sugar, question mark. Probably. That's yeah. what fermenting means, right? Do beers ferment? Do wines ferment? Ooh. Wines ferment, I think. Yeah. That's how the alcohol is made, right? From the sugar turning From into the something yeast else. Shitting out, eating the sugar and, and shitting out, out alcohol. Ethanol. Yes. Right? Sure. I'll, Why? I'll <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a more efficient method than foot stomping? I always wondered why they do that. I think they did it back in the day because it was like a fun family ritual to do together, to join hands and trample around <laughs> in a big barrel of berries. Sounds quite fun to me. I don't think I could imagine anything worse. Anything. Anything. I'd rather have my ear chopped off Getty style. <laughs> it's quite a bad thing to be joking about, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, I would hate that. You'd hate that. I'd hate you that. Hate things touching your feet. Yeah, and it's been sanitary, not all the juice. Like, you know, when you fucking have. Oh, you know, when you have like a mango that's too fucking watery and it goes all over your it's hand and it's sticky. so sticky. I hate sticky shit on me. You do. It's got to. No. You're not hanging really... out in a fucking berry barrel yeah i mean you do wash your feet before and immediately after mm. no i don't think sticking on there it's just a lot more efficient than taking like a big potato masher you know and bashing the berries with the masher you've got your own mashers right at the end of your legs that's efficiency right there you're right alice i'm sorry maybe we should do it one day no i'm not gonna ever do that with you because you'd hate it but you can watch I go me to massages it. and i hate <laughs> Well, why, idiots? Because <laughs> I always think, maybe I'll like it this time. It's, it's been two years, I'll try it again. It's really courageous of you to keep testing your own assumptions in that way. I hate it every time. Okay, well, maybe give it a massage <laughs> next time. Maybe five years. Five years, I'll have a massage again. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you only like a forearm massage or something. You know? Still not. I feel like if I knew the person before, it might be all right. Would you like it if I gave you a massage? No, that's too much. <laughs> You're too close to me and they're too far away. I need someone I sort of know. Like someone at the shops that I'm friendly with. <laughs> so what you really need to do, Maisie, is go to the masseuse like several times. <laughs> Without a massage. In passing, you know, just like... Maybe I can pick you up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. 
You need an acquaintance level. I do. I want like the postman to do it. Do you want us to ask our postman <laughs> to give you a massage? How much? Oh no, I feel like I'm exploiting him now. <laughs> he doesn't have to say yes. In this economy, we all have to say yes to anything that will so pay. So right, so right, aren't you? <laughs> Poor um, fucking guy. Do you have a tall tale for me? I do have a tall tale. I thought I'd go into what happened post the ear. Okay, did he so get rescued? He did, well, rescued loose. He got let loose at somewhere in Italy <laughs> near a fucking petrol station. <laughs> in December, on December um, 15th. So, just in time for Christmas. Just in time for Christmas. That's nice, at least, isn't it? So it's become five months now. Some people find this earless boy walking around a petrol station. Coffee. They realise it's this... John Paul Gate III. John Paul Gate III. And, um, yeah, he gets sent back home, but he's not the same man as oh, you might expect. He's pretty fucked up by now. Um, <clears throat> he got into alcoholism. Oh, no. It's nice hobbies, isn't it? Lots of drug abuse. <laughs> and then he was 24 years old, so it's been about eight years. He's been living this madman lifestyle oh, no. of um abuse and then he has a stroke after taking a nice cocktail of valium alcohol and methadone don't know what methadone is sounds oh. interesting has a stroke becomes a quadriplegic oh, no. semi-blind can't speak that's a sad story it's a sad story he's still alive now nope he died from being so he's really ill forever after this stroke damn it and died at 54 in England, actually, Dude, where his dad had a place. That's a long time to stay alive and not feel very well. It is, yeah. Although they did get a bit better, apparently. So they got to a point where they could, he could ski. They managed to get some kind of contraption what where they'd the put his wheelchair people? on. <laughs> he can't read or write or speak, but he can ski. <laughs> he can ski. And he had a son who's an actor who I googled who's apparently quite famous for shit, but nothing that we'd know. He had a son? Yeah, this is bonkers, man. He had the son when he was... 19? Yeah, yeah. so he met the girl that he ended up marrying at 18. So two years after this ordeal. Married her, had a kid. Yeah, he's quite famous. abused drugs. Mm. He was in Lord of the Flies, the kid. He was the main guy in the first rendition of Lord of the Flies. I haven't seen it. We read it. What happens in Lord of the Flies? Oh, it's about all these young boys that get marooned on an island and start uh, killing each other and stuff and it's about how ooh civility is like the thin facade over uh, all of our violent outbursts that's it's not a bit even shit. true it's not even true now however there you it's, go it, so his son is still around yeah and his brother still running get images still like a champ images. living in Rome wow wow what a family oh that's quite sad really the whole thing is very sad the whole thing is quite I sad I think the saddest thing of all is how miserly the grandparent was I think mm. that's a really grotesque bit of grimness. It is. And the son was pretty... So John Paul Gate III's dad, John Paul Gate II, <laughs> was also quite a shit, apparently, in that... So you know how I was saying he got married and had a kid? Yeah. Not long after that, I think the kid is like 11 or something, they get divorced. John, John Paul, Paul Gate III third and his kid. wife. Okay. They get divorced. Divorced. And so then, that's just before he gets very disabled. Mm, gets very disabled and his mum starts looking after him because he doesn't have a wife anymore. And then the mum can't afford all the medical bills, which is pretty mental considering her father-in-law is like a billionaire. a billionaire. So she has to sue her ex-husband, John Paul Gate II. They need to give these people different fucking names. <laughs> this is crazy hard to keep hold of. Um, yeah, to afford her son's medical bills because obviously he's a quadriplegic now and he needs, needs loads of medical attention. So the dad was also a bit of a shit. And the granddad. Everyone. I'm I'm putting it out there and saying the granddad and the dad are the real villains of this story. I agree. Do we know anything about the ransomers? Like, what their backstory was? 
nothing about them. Did they ever get caught? They did. Um, nine got arrested and seven got imprisoned. Wow, that's mm. a big old gang of them. It is. I wonder how they got found out that it was them. So all this time that he was uh, sequestered in the caves, did they not like obscure their faces or hide themselves anyhow? I guess not. Maybe they did at the start and then gets to month two. The postal strike's still in force. Fucking hell, we might be here forever. (laughs) Imagine they're like, right lads, it'll be a quick job in (laughs) five weeks. Five months later. Yeah. They must have celebrated some birthdays in those caves. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Played some Russian roulette. Oh. Sad. Too far. <laughs> Too far. It's actually quite recent when you think about it. Like 70s. 73. Yeah. It's not that long ago. Um, do you want me to tell you a trio as old as time? I do, Alice. Tell me it. Okay, well, I couldn't find any information on how old either of these trees are. Excellent. Yep, that's it. Well, you're done now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the earliest photo that I could find that was dated uh-huh. was a picture taken in 2005, and both trees were already huge, like wow. fully grown adult trees. So I'm saying that the cherry was bird garden there probably in 1995 ish what a specific guess alice i like it it looked you know mature cherry trees about 10 15 years to mature look quite big which means that the mulberry tree must be again 15 20 years older than that so that means that they were the mulberry tree was around while john paul getty the third was oh having his ear lopped off they might have been somewhere close to each other maybe that's a nice idea. Maybe you could see it from his cave. Gave Aww. them hope. That is sad. It's sad so stuff, sad. innit? I thought it was quite funny when I was researching it and now I'm saying it out loud. I'm like, it's pretty fucking dark, isn't it? A lot of things sound quite different <laughs> inside, inside one's own mind. I think it would have been alright if he bounced back, but he really didn't. No, he didn't at all, did he? But at least his brother is famous. <laughs> <laughs> and son. And son? Yeah. It's not all lost, mate. He could ski, don't forget. He could ski. Rich people. What happens? Imagine that you can afford to give your kid skiing lessons and they're <laughs> quadriplegic, but not fucking, like, therapy. <laughs> Imagine the access to resources you would have. You have the best out of maybe anyone. Skiing. Ability to access these things that are going to make you better and make you have rehabilitate. Life, yeah. Well, no. you know, maybe skiing <laughs> provides a therapeutic purpose from, from reaching. From you are reaching, but I respect power. that you're trying to Devil's advocate. Yeah, that doesn't sit doesn't sit comfortably though. What have you got for your trail as old as time, Maisie? Also nothing except <laughs> just to reiterate how long he was a prisoner for. <laughs> five months, five lad. days. It's shit. It's a shit look. Imagine just being refused to be believed that you were kidnapped. But he did say loads of times, I think I'm gonna do it. So <sighs> It's a tricky business. But he was a kid, wasn't he? We all did dumb shit yeah, when we were kids exactly. and say stupid things. And also, the, the like cost-benefit analysis of, oh, <laughs> he's, he's being a faker and he's, okay, fine, he asked for 43 million quid. Like, maybe he'd be like, all right, no. But surely there's a way for you to, with access to all of your legal advice and all the rest mm. of it, there's a way for you to draw up the contract which says, these are the terms of keeping the money. And if we find out that it was actually you, you have to give the money back. Mm. And if you are actually a bad robber, then... You can keep it <laughs> as a present, <laughs> as a reward for you. I'm just trying to figure I know this out. I am just workshopping He did idea. have um, police friends as well. He actually got an ex. So John Paul Gate III, the rich granddad, got... John Paul Gate the first is a rich granddad. Oh, yeah, sorry. The first. <laughs> Original. Senior. Oh, yeah. Senior, yeah. <laughs> um... 
had like an ex-CIA friend because he knows a lot of people in different countries and got to investigate first. And this was before the ear came in. So presumably the CIA guy was like, yeah, I think it might be legit. And he's like, well, you know, we'll hold off just in case. <laughs> Pretty fucked. It's really bad, yeah. Aww. Do we know if he ever like wrote about it afterwards or if there's any account of his own about the experience? Not of his own, but there's a lot of... It was a really big deal, like a very public thing because so much of it was sent to newspapers that it's been in a lot of movies. Oh, really? Yeah. We should watch one, maybe. Well, maybe not. It's probably really sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we watch normal sad things that are fictitious, though, all the time. Yeah, it just feels a little bit more voyeuristic and crass to do it about a real human life. I know what you mean, but true up. crime is so popular. Compelling. Oh, compelling is you going. That's nice. I was gonna go disgusting, <laughs> infantilizing the worst moment of people's lives for a cheap thing to do on seven o'clock on a Sunday. I quite agree, and that's a very specific programming schedule I've got in mind there. That's what everyone is doing at seven o'clock on a Sunday is watching shit TV. <laughs> Drop your eyes, BBC. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. So what are you saying on the five stock scale? Oh, the the well. Having said it all out loud, it is quite sad. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go for a sombre but respectful 3.2 on John Paul Gate the Third and his horrendous ordeal. And for the tree, delightful. Delightful cheering. The perfect weight to counterbalance the horrible story. Right. It's a parable of teamwork. Right it there, is. It, it is. is teamwork, isn't it? It's really nice. It's like when you see one of those unlikely animal friendships, like a oh. bird on top of an alligator. Oh, <laughs> is that real? Probably somewhere. There's enough birds and alligators that some of them are pals. You're right. Probably. Yeah, statistically, that's definitely true. Yes. I've seen a cute one of a kitten and a bunny. Yeah, that is cute. All right. For that reason, gonna go 3.9. Okay, that's good. That seems fair. Yeah. I think I'm I think I'm about similar where you are, to be honest, Maisie. I think poor old John Paul Gay <laughs> asymmetrical head. He did get it reconstructed though. Oh he did. I wonder what that looked like. Reconstructed out of what? Silicon? I guess. Or maybe they do that thing like they do with Burns victims where they take a bit of thigh. Oh he's not using it. I'm not sh- I'm not <laughs> sure what kind of ear you could make out of thigh skin. I don't know. Needs must, doesn't it? Take what you get. I think I'd rather have like a prop, you know what I mean? They can make really good prosthetics, although it was the 70s. Mm, it was the 80s by the time you got it. Ah, well. <laughs> <laughs> the huge leaps in medical technology during that time show were unfathomable. Innovation <laughs> arc in prosthetic movie ears. <laughs> I would like one that was made out of porcelain or something so I could freak people out of parties. Like, like, smash I can it on smash the floor. floor. I'll throw it at somebody, you know? Yeah. Tell them that you don't want to listen to this <laughs> scurrilous bilge any longer. Tear off Rip your ears, smash it on the floor. This, this is why we would make great... Ooh, what's the word there? Idiot. Idiot is the right <laughs> word. Nailed it. I'm going to give John Paul Getty III um, three stalks on the five-stalk scale. And I'm going to give B. Alberto de Casoro uh, a respectable... 3.6 stalks out of 5 stalks on the 5 stalks scale. Excellent work, Alice. Straight down the middle, Yay. Maisie. Maisie, who have you been? I've been Maisie. I've been Alice. This has been Treason Review. Review.